The following story contains adult themes and depictions of violence and trauma. This podcast is not for children. Please be advised. My dearest friend Amisha, I apologize for not writing you in the past couple of weeks. In all honesty, I've found myself unable to keep up with any of my habits these days. Although it's been nearly eight months since you've left, it still feels like the last time I've seen you was yesterday. All is well with the others? Cynthia sends her regards. I find it difficult to keep up with the recent gossip around since my promotion, but I'll try to find some things out for you. As for me, I can safely say that you were right about the prince all along. I was simply too caught up in my own fantasy to see him for what he truly is. A psychopath. I believe I'll be fine after a couple of months of grieving. Perhaps I'll make a visit to Sayeta. It'd be nice to see you. I keep you in my thoughts, Anisha. I hope to hear back from you soon. With love, Rillianne Duval. How do I address these again? I really should remember by now. I write to Amisha frequently. There it is. It's from Zane. I know I should put it down. I hope that tonight can be an evening of enjoyment and relaxation for you. You deserve it the most. I should throw it away, shouldn't I? I should throw them all away. They're just false testimonies. I don't want to think about this. I don't want to throw them away, though. They smell like his cologne. You deserve it the most. Did I deserve what you did to me? Maybe I did. That'll teach me to be less of a fool next time. I'd like to think that I was handling my separation from Zane well. However, I know it not to be the truth. Everything reminds me of him, and it's killing me inside and out. I want to hate him. I truly do. Everything about him is infuriating. He's a liar and a manipulator. I need to leave. I can't stand it here. I found myself in the city. I didn't know what to do with myself. I just wanted to find some place where the castle's shadow wasn't looming over me. What do women even do to mend their hearts? When I was younger, I would bake or garden, give myself something to tend to to make me get out of bed every morning. But I can't really do that here. I would cry for a few days. Already done? My father would buy me something from the market to cheer me up. I suppose I could do that. I perused through the stalls, investigating the wares. I saw crystals and candles, handcrafted antiques, and porcelain plating. I came across a stall of jewelry and slowed my walking, looking over all the pieces. I still don't know much jewelry. Everything I have has been a gift. A gift from Zane. Should I get it? 
It's not like I can't afford it. It'd be nice to get something for myself. I quite like it. Excuse me? I'll take this one. You scared me! Sorry. The man was relatively plain, with brown eyes and brown hair. His demeanor was a bit off-putting. The way he smiled made it seem like he already knew what you were going to say before you even thought of saying it. Don't creep behind random women in the middle of town! I didn't mean to startle you, nor do I wish to creep on you. It certainly feels that way. I was just looking at what you were buying. Well, don't! Why not? Listen, monsieur. I'm not interested in... whatever it is you're trying to do here. What am I trying to do? <sighs> I'm sorry, sir. I must go. Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. Is there something you need, monsieur? Jason. Okay. And your name? Um... Anne. Annie, huh? It's nice to meet you. So, where are you from, Annie? Not the capital city. A country girl, I see. What brought you here? It's... Not a story worth telling. Every story is one worth telling. You work there? Yes. I'm a maid. You spend quite a bit for a maid. It pays well. Not from what I've heard. Then, what do you do, Jason? Traveling performer. Does it pay well? Enough to live. Then do not judge my lifestyle choices. Do I know you? Do you? Hmm. Last time I was here, I ran into a red-headed woman who looked just like you. But she seemed more quiet and submissive. He was the one that spilled my drink at the festival. I wonder what a performer is doing here during this time of the year. Nope, sorry. I haven't been here for long. Huh. That's a shame. I could have sworn that it was you walking with the prince. No, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> My bad. I've been wasting your time, haven't I? Yes. Now I must get back for the evening shift. Please, allow me to escort you back. It's the least I can do for wasting your time. It's quite alright. No, 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 I insist, please. The troop will turn me into an outcast if they see me mistreating a woman. The past few days have been... difficult. I didn't expect to feel a sense of... mourning when I lost Rillianne. It felt unfair. She came to me with baseless accusations and cruelty. She found herself so convinced that everything was my fault. She placed her trust in someone else before me. 
I don't think I'm going to cry about it. I don't know what I expected. Everyone is the same. It doesn't matter how much love and faith you put into a relationship. It'll come crumbling down. It's what I deserve. It must be my fate to never attain happiness. Some sort of curse the gods have placed upon me. Perhaps a trade. I'm surrounded by riches and jewels. But it's all I'll ever have. Money can't betray you. It still hurts. I had faith that Rillianne was different. <laughs> that she actually <laughs> loved me. But who could love a villain? <sighs> My eyes looked out the window, overlooking the courtyard and town beyond. People watching always did seem to capture my attention. That man is playing the fiddle. That woman is selling her art. That woman is entering the castle. Wait a minute. Really, Anne? I kept my gaze on her. She made it through the castle gates without that man. I can see him chatting up a guard nonchalantly before following her once more. I've seen this man before. Does he work here? <sighs> what is he doing here? She's not safe, especially with him here. I believe this is where we depart. Why so? Can't you stay a little longer? Hmm. If only I could, then maybe I'd have a chance with you. Pardon? Ah, um, forget my last words, mademoiselle. I do not wish to waste any more of your time. Whatever do you mean? Please, Annie. I cannot stay much longer. My heart won't be able to take it. <sighs> what are you... I... Uh, is he gone? Who? A man. He had brown hair, brown eyes, maybe even a bit lanky. No, not that I know of. Right. Sorry. Who are you looking for? Someone dangerous. It'd be in your best interest to stay away from him. Who are you to... He's gone. Without a word, he left. Hey there, it's me, your host Giselle, and I'm gonna take up two minutes of your time. You are listening to episode 19 of He Who Forsakes the Crown. This is our December episode. I think this is also our shortest episode, and I do want to apologize about that. 
I know it's probably disappointing to like wait a whole month for a new episode and, you know, it only ending up being like 25 minutes whatsoever. Again, it's more of a pacing thing rather than like a physical editing issue. Uh, This episode was always planned to be this long and so on. This will be our last two chapter episode. I think the past two have been two chapters and that's why they've been a little shorter. So we should be back to like 40 minute episodes again with our next one which will be returning in February. As you know, we're going to take January off and I'm going to post something fun. I'm going to do He Who Forsakes the Bloopers. And it's going to be great because I have an amazing list of things collected. Some fun facts. Our viewership kind of spiked in November. You know, I went out and did things. So if you're a new listener, hi, welcome. I see you. I hope you're enjoying the show. As always, if you are enjoying the show, leave us a a like, I don't know, a review, a comment. You can always follow us on social media. That's going to be Chapter 15 Studios on Instagram, Tumblr, TikTok, and then on Twitter, CH15 Studios. During this hiatus, because again, a proper episode is not coming out until February, I'm going to make sure to do my best to like post a lot on social media, show what we're up to, because I'm going to get a lot done. I promise. And we will be coming back with quite a hefty episode. I can guarantee you. And I just want to take this time to thank any listener, anyone who's said anything. You have no idea what, like, your little nice comments can do. Like, they can keep a creator going for weeks. So don't be shy. Uh, And this is, like, a note to anyone, especially in this season. Like, be kind, be giving. People are fragile. And that's all I have to say. You'll hear from me again in January, and you'll hear from me again in February, and you'll hear from me again in the credits. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. So, thank you. And Happy New Year! I'm not the type to go out looking for trouble. If anything, I'm the opposite. I'd rather run far from it. I never truly want to go far in the city. However, it's hard to find little quiet places where you can enjoy some alone time. Today is the day that I finally walked into the church. In the past, I've tried to avoid this place because of how run down it looks. But it's much nicer on the inside than it looks on the outside. Vines grew along the concrete, bringing life to such a dimly lit place. This place is more lively than I thought. A visitor? Welcome, child. I don't think I've seen you before. It's my first time here. Not to fear. We welcome anyone and everyone here. Even spiritualists and magicians. Oh, no. I'm a devout believer in divine Inyo. I just could never bring myself in here. Why is that? I thought this place was in ruin. It was, until as of recent. How could someone let a church go into ruin? King Zareth had a few unruly opinions about the church, so we stopped receiving funding. However, Prince Zane has been personally funding us for repairs. He has now, has he? We haven't gotten to this room yet, but the fountain rooms have been fully repaired. May we see Divine Enyos? Right this way, my child. In the center of the room stood a large marble statue of Divine Enyo, surrounded by a pool of water. Water seemed to be dripping down her sword and back into the pool as her iconic sign of sacrifice. Beautiful, isn't it? Indeed it is. Please do not allow me to bother you. If you need time for yourself, I do not mind leaving. 
Please. As you wish. Why do I feel so guilty? Guilt follows you if you've done something wrong, my child. Huh? Who could that have possibly been? I've been standing right in front of you this entire time. Yet you still deny my existence. No! My goddess, please have mercy on me. Come, child. Lift your spirits. You've come to me in a time of need. My power runs weak, but there's still time to fix things. My goddess, am I doing the right thing by avoiding him? Are these accusations real? Am I making a mistake? My child, I've said it already before. What did- Guilt follows you if you've done something wrong. Then I'm making the wrong choice? That is not up for me to decide, my child. Only fate can. Then please, my goddess, tell me my fate. Not even I know how fate plays their little game. However, only you can change its course. Let not false justice blind you. Seek out the truth, the unbiased truth. Then you will find your answer. Where can I find it? That you must find on your own. My goddess? Is everything quite all right, Prince Aspen? Uh, if only. What seems to be the matter, your highness? Prince Zane, I hate to break this kind of news to you. What is it? Here. I... I... What... What is it? Within six months, King Zareth is to return with Kohadu Kimura. Did they finalize the marriage certificate? They're getting close. All they need is Prince Zane's signature. King Zareth could easily forge it. What about the signature from the Six Divine Priests? Marriage certificates don't require them in Kilaara. What can we do? That, I... Prince Zane? Cousin, are you... Please excuse me. This can't be the case. I can't just simply accept this. Not a single time was I asked for my consent. I'm tired of playing this game. No matter how many steps forward I take, I'm brought down tenfold. Gods. Goddesses. God. Damn it! It's over for me, isn't it? Ume Palace, was it? I don't remember the palace being there. It must be new. Goddess, I really don't want to go in there. I'm not prepared for this. Captain? Yes, Kuro? Are you ready? 
Yes, of course. Captain, are you sure you can do this? What do you mean? What I mean is, please don't force yourself to do this. I know how much you tread this place, Captain. Please, allow me to take your place. You mean it? It's nothing difficult. Just get the target out. It should be easy enough. Alright. But I owe you one. I'll cash it in now. Don't tell the prince. Keep watch, Captain. Kishima and I will be back. I want to stop them. I have a bad feeling about all of this. Everything alright, Prince Saint? Yes. Shall we continue? Are you sure we should- Of course. There's only one potential way to get out of this. And what would that be? The initial meetings. You have to sign the certificate after the third meeting. Knowing my sister, she won't allow King Zareth to sign it in your stead. She'll have to be present for your signing. Okay. Say that were to happen. And Koharu and I are married. What would happen to the countries? Either Koharu will become Queen of Dupont, or you'll become King of Kilahara. Since there are no other heirs to the throne, they may end up merging the countries. You ought to be kidding me. Dear God. I think you now understand Iris and I's resolve. That I do. Cousin, you can't be considering marriage with Princess Koharu. I'm not. Hypothetically speaking, I need to know what I'm getting into before I'm blindly dragged in. Luckily, we... Brother. What is it, Iris? Something's up in the palace. The guards are no longer taking previous orders. Do you know the source? Koharu. Right. I'm coming home. Please hurry, brother. A dire situation has arisen. I apologize for leaving on such short notice. Hurry back. Your country needs you. By the gods, something's not right here. Not a single guard has been seen. No one is on patrol. Now this light... That familiar purple. Oh, goddess. They ran into a trap. No. Those bastards. They were waiting for us. From the south side, I see Kisume pulling Kuro out of the smoky palace. Kuro's weak. He can barely stand on his own. Right before my eyes, the two are slowly getting surrounded. There she is. She stood over the third floor of the palace, looking down at the situation taking place. She had a twisted, yet content-looking smile on her face, surrounded by several men in scantily clad uniforms. I can't move. She can't see me. She can't know of my existence. Kisume and Kuro looked around. There's nowhere for them to turn. 
They were trapped. It seems that Kuro's whispering a few words to Kisume. He surveyed all the guards. They both knew better than to fight all of them. They're outmatched. Quickly, Kuro pushed Kisume, who started to run toward the gate. The guards started to run after him until Kisume successfully pole vaulted over the gate. He dropped his spear, leaving it behind. I looked back at Kuro, where the guards were slowly closing in on him. He didn't plan on escaping. Kuro! No! This can't be! Forsakes the Crown is an audio drama written and produced by Chapter 15 Studios, starring Eric Smith as Zane DeMonte, Julia Orisborn as Rillianne Duvon and Enyo, Chara Lin as Sayoko Kina, supporting roles by Michael Naiman as Prince Aspen, Gauntlet Knight as Princess Iris, Deshaun Ricks as Damien Kyrie, Hext Glaive VA as Prince Vincent, Bella Cherish as Priestess, Cassius Hodges as Jason and Rodrigo Tamayo as Kuro. Additional editing by Nolan Edisford Finlay. We hope you enjoyed this episode of He Who Forsakes the Crown. We will be officially returning on February 4th. Whoa.